words of Shakespeare, all the world's a stage, and the men and women, merely players. So what character are you playing today? Who are you choosing to be? Because you have an alter ego in the green room of your imaginations, one that's ready for the performance of your best life. In three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Hey friends, welcome back. Glad you could join us. Stephen Canyon, kineticbelief.com is the website, and if you would like to comment, on today's podcast, Kinetic Belief at StephenCanyon.com. The 100-Day Kinetic Belief Manifesting Guided Journal is available on the website. Try it out for 100 days and transform the rest of your life. Also check out the upcoming event locations at KineticBelief.com. Good morning, Miss Meg. Good morning. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. So what Bonjour. do you think? The world is a stage? Yes, absolutely. I love so? this title. How many characters do you play? Well, I'm just excited to have, you know, something else to call all my personalities. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have an, have an excuse and to be um, yeah. affirmed. Yeah, oh, that's just my alter that. ego. Don't worry about that. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, well, who's your favorite character to play? Oh, my goodness. Um, I think it depends on the... Megan the violinist, right. <laughs> the designer, oh, the my goodness. Um... makeup artist... You know, probably my favorite thing in the whole world is singing. Singing. That's got to be it. There's Good nothing choice. better. Yeah, that's just... I love the singing you. Yeah, that's my sweet spot for Gosh. sure. Yeah. And and you know what? If you come out to one of our events, you maybe, just maybe, maybe we'll have an opportunity to hear the jazz singer, Megan <laughs> Canyon. Uh, I love jazz. It, you know, I love it because it makes me feel connected to a time that I really love. You and know, that time is well, the time of you know Sinatra and the Rat mm. Pack, and it's just a way to sort of step into that time just for a, a moment. But that's probably that my amazing? favorite thing. How does a young lady like you come out of a time of Sinatra? I guess that's what happens when your best friend is your is your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You know, here's the problem. This is one of the things we're talking about. Oscar Wilde said, "The world is a stage, and the play is badly cast." <laughs> I don't think I ever, I hope I don't sound dumb here. That's but for those that were never meant to be a singer and you keep on yeah, bellowing. I don't think I've ever really heard the last half of that quote. Well, that's, that's not what Shakespeare said. Oh, that's what that's you what, added. That's what Oscar Wilde said. He took it and did his own little spin on it. Oh, I wasn't he, listening. Yeah. Right. Okay, I see. Sorry. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> it kind of drones on from the Shakespearean uh, play. It does. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay, so well, I love that, though. And it is poorly cast. Yes. Well, I'm pretty excited about today because yes. this is the thing that actually changed my life. Mm. And we're going to gain understanding now regarding the alter ego. And I'm talking about... A person's sense of self here, and I want to make sure that we don't confuse the egocentric uh, alter ego with that of schizophrenia. Is we're, we're talking about yeah. two different things schizophrenia here. Schizophrenia or just becoming someone that you're not. Well, yeah, which schizophrenia is a it's a long term um, mental disorder of a type. It's involving a breakdown in the relation really between thought and emotion and behavior and those kind of things. No, that's not what we're doing today. Today, if you'll pay close attention to what I'm going to say, it's going to change your life in any way that you want your life to change. Wow. 
It's very cool. The uh, Yeah, the successful kinetic believer who's manifesting their desires understands how to dress up the alter ego, to choose it and to say, yep, that's it. That's who I really am. And that the alter ego is an essential part of them with a unique perspective on the world as they wish it to be. Now, some people will use the noun alter ego to describe their uh, version of it for their very best friend, the person who knows them better than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's in that sense that, Megan, I consider you to be my alter ego. Congratulations. Oh, <laughs> in, in the most healthiest of ways. You're doomed. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, if I could sing like you. That'd be kind of weird, actually. Yeah, that would be strange. <laughs> the male I'm, version. I'm really excited to see how you approach this today because you're always taking us back to our original self and being true to our original self mm. and sticking to that original self. And so I'm really fascinated to see how we incorporate an alter ego while ma- maintaining that deeply rooted Therein sense of self. There lies the mystery to yes. the secret that unveils it all. Yes, it's a riddle. in an, 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 an enigma? Enigma wrapped in a riddle. <laughs> well, yes. so who is the alter ego? The player of the world stage that will represent your best intentions while expecting perfect results your alter ego now here's the thing when it's chosen properly it's going to give you a sense of completeness most insanely successful people and everybody knows who they are some of them um, have understood the power of monopolizing kinetic belief and doing it through the imagination of some chosen alter ego is one that's specifically on purpose chosen Actually, there in an interview with People Magazine, Beyonce said she has an alter ego that she uses for the stage by the name of Sasha Fierce. Yes, and she is. <laughs> and, isn't she? Which, and she is. And she uses that for the sensual, aggressive alter ego of, of Beyonce. Sasha Fierce. is on stage. Wow. Very um, cool. Justin Bieber taps into this personality that's known as Shawty Maine. <laughs> when he when he's rapping, okay, and not that he raps, and he's I think he's not actually rap for people, but should he rap? He's, it's <laughs> it's Shawty Maine dressed up as Justin Bieber. <laughs> not sure. Let's move on from uh, that example. Well, okay, here's Lady Gaga's alter ego is Joe Calderon, who's not a singer or a model or an actor or anything, just some guy from Jersey. She says. <laughs> That's obviously working for her, right? That made me love her more than ever. My alter ego is some guy from church. Okay, and a lot of people have heard of David Bowie's alter ego. That was Ziggy Stardust, the alien rock star. Yes. And then I remember when Garth Brooks surprised a lot of people when he he debuted his alter ego of some rocker by the name of Chris Gaines back in the late 90s. Mm. Successful kinetic believers understand that the power uh, of the alter ego is essential for their success. Now, as such, they, what, what happens is you, they purposefully journal the highest viewpoint of the imagination in order to create their alter ego. It's something they can return to again and again. For example, and the reason I'm using these uh, staged personalities is because there is a distinct time that, okay, Lady Gaga or Justin Bieber or Garth Brooks, whomever, um, the curtain goes up at seven o'clock tonight. 
and God knows Garth Brooks, the way that I am today and the person I've been for the last couple of days probably isn't the one that should go on the stage. Mm. I, where's Chris Gaines? Because that's, that who, that's who needs to show up tonight without any emotional baggage, wow. without any sense of guilt, condemnation, um, trouble at home or not, or the guy that was caught up in some kind of traffic delays, whatever it is, the negative things that life will heap on you is not who you want to carry out onto that stage to be successful tonight. So rather than, you know, Garth Brooks going out at seven, Chris Gaines, who's got nothing wrong with them at all in the world, has never had one bad emotional mishap, is the person that's going to step onto that stage under those lights and perform. Wow, very cool. So every human, here's the cool thing, every single human being has a superman or a superwoman on the inside of them. Clark Kent never saved anybody. <laughs> the power of, of which that Superman or woman on the inside is located within each person's unique genius. So developing the skills outward from your genius requires mindful practice. It, it requires that one does this on purpose. You have to, on purpose, go into the proverbial phone booth down the street and put on your cape and come out... Superman or Superwoman, because the occasion calls for your heroic deeds. So you dress up your alter ego by rehearsing images of success, images that reflect your perfect body, your perfect health and wealth, those things that you're desiring, your happiness and your joy. The ability to adhere to a belief is unique to the human experience. Uh, and it's by crafting your alter ego that you're able to Travel a course through a world that subjects its intellectual inhabitants with ideas of condemnation and failure and fearful thoughts of destruction. Successful creative creators, they all understand that alter egos are practiced and the skills of imaginations, they're masterfully implemented. So kinetic believers are just utilizing the, the fashioned alter ego for success. I really um, love how you gave us this idea that when you develop an alter ego for yourself, that that alter ego is free of all the baggage that has been heaped on you. Because isn't that the hardest part of, of stepping into success, that you're trying to overcome all these these inner dialogue issues and that inner turmoil. And so this just creates this whole other world that you can exist in and to project yourself into. that. And it's easy to see why that's so powerful. Negative conversations, arguments, things that go wrong throughout the day, yeah. a broken fingernail, bad hair day, a conversation with... Mama or daddy or sister or brother or friend or neighbor or whomever that didn't go the way that you wanted it to go. If you're carrying that and the fear of failure, if you're carrying any sense of condemnation and the echoes of disagreement into the performance of a lifetime, well, that's a distraction. And it also creates a sense of unworthiness for the occasion, one that will invariably cause you to not be able to step up to and give your best performance. That's why we see the professional ice skater fall doing some trick that they can do a thousand times in their sleep or their eyes closed. Mm. It's a sense of unworthiness that they carry onto the ice with them into the stage of performance of life. I've taught kinetic belief to broadcasters, newscasters, public speakers, businessmen, athletes, and, and, and successful people for over 30 years now. And I'll tell you that a lot of them were at first terrified of, well, here's a great one, of just speaking in front of their peers, of public speaking, of having to 
you know, go out and represent themselves in some other way that they're not accustomed to. And by affirming their highest viewpoints, the, the fear of failure, it disappears when it's replaced with the imagination of a successful alter ego. Well, and I really like how you said that we need to be rehearsing these successful images um, because that's where everything's happening in the mind. And typically we're naturally rehearsing all the stupid things that we did <laughs> a week ago or a year ago. So forcing yourself to rehearse those successful images seems, again, just really powerful. Um, so how do you, what's the first step in cultivating your own version of this well you nailed it rehearsing is the first step well the, the first step is to actually locate your identity what is the identity of that alter ego because that's the character that you're going to be rehearsing who's that ziggy stardust character on the inside uh, of you you should do an alter ego workbook i think i might just do that that would be so fun let's do that let's that's a great it. idea okay sure. so that will be up on the website mm. within the next week yeah all right finding your alter consider ego. it done because that will be that's, a fun process that's a, that's a big one and that's one that you know i'll walk th people through with the workshop so i might need to think about that before i just uh, i think we can do that i think Why don't so we do that yeah that'd be very cool i'm most excited about picking a name <laughs> well, I can just see you, you know, after the workbook, you're walking around as uh, Gene Simmons or, you know, or, <laughs> don't, don't you, aren't you one of those kiss? <laughs> right. I'm in full ma kiss makeup. What? <laughs> but that's true. But you know, you're, that's what you're doing is you're rehearsing that alter ego because kinetic believers, they, here's the thing. They walk differently. They talk differently than they're accustomed to or normally did. Their expectations become lofty. When centered in the idea of their successful alter ego, kinetic believers are setting, uh, they manifest goals that they would never consider without their alter ego. The ability to imagine in the present tense is part of being human. And it's the power of belief that attracts change to the most prevalent of circumstances through the expectations of alter egos. And it's done without most people realizing that their reality, the circumstances of their life, it's, it's actually been attracted by them all along. Whatever it is you're living and going through is a result of the things you've been thinking about, how you see yourself. If you are plagued by condemnation, if you are under a sense of judgment from people that are closest to you, if you always have a sense of failure and agonizing and stressing over uh, people that are manipulating you and your thoughts into some negative stance, what's happening is your life is a result, what you're seeing around you. The relationships you have, the things you have or don't have is a direct result of those manifestations. So that's why this is so paramount and vital to your success. You know, this is also giving me this, this very interesting sense of, you know, you, you talk to us all the time about imagining not what we want to be, but taking that vision of what we want to be and bringing it into the present and talking about ourselves in a way that is successful now and not in the future. You know, you're always trying to get us out of that successful future and bringing that into the present so that, because that's what's going to supercharge those manifestations. And it seems like this alter ego idea is going to be such a, a quick fix even for doing that because obviously the hardest part about about believing that you are something better than you are right now is that you're surrounded you're faced with all these all these obvious negative entities that are present in your life so just being able to step into this whole other world 
I, I just, again, the word is just powerful. I think it's very dynamic. This is the action that you take in order to cast down the negative imaginations of condemnation. You put on the cape of your alter ego, and at that very moment, in the present tense, you become the superhero of your alter ego. I was led to the discovery of the power of the alter ego when I was about five years old. I had a teacher. And from the time I was five, from then on, I understood the power of belief. I created the alter ego, for example, of a concert pianist, and it became my imaginative destination, a place of my aspirations for them to dwell. And it was always at the moment that I would go into the theatrics of the mind, to the Carnegie Hall of the soul, that it became me. I've changed my body and maintained health. I've attracted great wealth. I've been uh, blessed to coach others on how to do the same thing. I've communed, unified in belief with some who've had cancer and other diseases. And I've watched the power of kinetic belief, the substance of attraction, replace those sicknesses with healing. Things that the world would call miracles, they occur in the face of instantaneous, present tense belief fashioned from the imagination of an alter ego. When the alter ego says, I'm healed, I'm successful, I'm rich, I'm full of energy, I am happiness, Don't you see my cape? I can fly, and it's in the present tense. This is who I am now, not some future person that I aspire to be. My alter ego says I'm healed, and it's now. What happens? Well, the natural body changes to agree with what the alter ego says. When when choosing an alter ego and really cultivating this fresh new idea of yourself, um... It doesn't need to be specific to the thing that you're trying to achieve in life. For example, you gave us those those first examples you gave us on the podcast today were of musicians, performers. And so obviously their alter egos were performance artists. So is that something that we're that we need to keep in mind and really center this around the what we're trying to achieve. Yeah, you locate the identity of your original self, your genius, the purpose for you being here. And I'm not talking about skills or talents that you'll develop and and fashion and create and work on. The genius, your aspiration, what makes you uniquely you? Uh, Why are you different? Who are you? And then that begins the core essence of who you are imagining your alter ego to be. And that's where you construct yourself and build out from. Look, I see body language change during Mastering the Universe workshops as, as a whole. And I'm talking about the room as a whole. I notice breathing change. Negative thoughts literally dissipate in a room of hundreds. And it happens by reconstructing the imagination The subconscious creates new expectations, higher standards for living. And as a result, consciousness changes to attract the the substance of desires. It's really interesting. Um, I'm being reminded of an article I read a long time ago, but they did a really interesting study on the power of the mind. And really, it was centered around people that had bipolar disorder, but there was a specific woman. And most of the time, she had diabetes. So she was afflicted with diabetes. And then the moment they would, they had her in this sort of closed um, environment. And they did blood test work on her when she was, you know, in one personality and she would have diabetes. The moment that she would flip to her other personality, they would test her again and she would have her diabetes was gone. And so what an unbelievable, um, you know, just proof that the mind really does control everything in our lives 
in our body, in our sphere of influence. That is the power of mimic, isn't it? Yes. The power of mimic, the power of the imagination Mm. to see yourself as something produces results. That's the law of attraction. That's kinetic belief. That is the authority and dominion that we and the image of the creator here in the land of the living as creative creators, we have that power, that superpower on the in, inside of us to, to be able to mimic, to be able to choose a, uh, an alter ego and become that. Kinetic believers understand the power of mimic. Imitation produces either good or bad manifestations, either one. So the question is, what are you imitating? Are you thinking about and dwelling on the possibility of sickness, disease, cancer, diabetes? What are you thinking about? What are you meditating on? What? Because that's the very thing that you're going to manifest. That is your alter ego. You can have a negative alter ego that is meditating on sickness, failure, poverty, disaster. Well, I'm telling you, those things will become you. They'll overtake you. And your life will spin out into the direction of those things. You will wear the cape of those things that you are imagining. Mindfulness of the alter ego, it literally and and it factually changes breathing, body language, tone of voice, the way you walk, the way you physically look actually changes. You may have gone back to a high school reunion and you hadn't seen somebody in 15 years. And someone flies in from a a distance and a different culture, a different way of life, and they come back and they look totally different than the the physical uh, 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 results of everybody else. Well, what's the difference? It's the things that they are immersed themselves into uh, every day and the way that they see themselves in the life that they're living. It creates a different physical specimen. And as a result, the outcome of, of their own practical experiences, they've changed the way that they look. Success is just simply becoming a kinetic believer, and it's always on, uh, on purpose and intentional. Not understanding the use of an alter ego, the expression of your original purpose, the dressing up of your identity for your life's parade, it results in a person otherwise meant for success just to continue with the ordinary self, the one that's been defined by all the negative influencers and the negative ego of yourself. You know, we often talk about negative influencers. Well, did you ever stop to consider that perhaps the biggest negative influencer in your entire life and the lives of everybody around you is you? (laughs) You played yourself. (laughs) Exactly. So regardless of where it's coming from, there is a source that is defeating you if you're not living your best life. (laughs) That is true. The only common denominator in any of our lives is is us. (laughs) And usually if you're one of those that goes, that's often saying, what's wrong with everybody? Well, it's probably you. (laughs) (laughs) It's always you. It's always us. It always comes back to us. Just let's just admit it and move on, right? (laughs) Let's just get into it. Um, Question. So is this, once you determine who your alter ego is, what he or she looks like, what that feels like, you have a good grasp on it. Is this something that you are just sort of grabbing anytime you feel the need to in high pressure situations? Or is this something you're just sort of like constantly, you know, I mean, is Beyonce walking around as Sasha Fierce in her kitchen? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, so I'm just wondering like when we're Mm -hmm. actually activating this. Yeah. Usually when you're first starting out, it's something that you on purpose, you're going back to on an as needed basis. And it depends on also the discipline. Obviously, if, if you're, if, if you are Ziggy Stardust and your performance, well, you don't necessarily need to be Ziggy in the kitchen. 
Um, but it, it does, it, it just depends, again, on the discipline of life. And I do say this, that in order to live your best life in your mind, body, and soul, advancing all of who you are toward perfected completion, you need that alter ego that sees itself healthy, wealthy, uh, at peace and in harmony with all of life. And that's the person you want to be in the kitchen with cooking and cleaning and, and doing the, the more mundane tasks. You want to drive downtown and catch a ride with that person. Well, and this does make sense because there is so much more required in high-pressure situations, whether that's performance. Um, well, isn't everything a performance that's high-pressure? <laughs> so um, being able to pull from this in those sort of times of need, I guess you could say, is, is interesting. It is toxic. And the poison to, poison to the soul is thinking negatively. Any negative thoughts is toxic. And with, our, with inner conversations of failure, average people avoid fearful situations. They speak timidly. They don't believe in themselves. They require constant validation. And most often they look for the anonymity of crowds. They just want to lose themselves in the uh, vast number of some faction. The power of an alter ego is limitless for attracting your best life. Some, some discover th that power, they do it by accident, and others either through re religion, philosophy, science, poetry, or they have a life coach. They understand the enormous potential of expectations when applied with the authority of an alter ego. Kinetic believers construct the alter ego, and while on a journey of that adventure, they project themselves from the ordinary to the extraordinary. All human beings, creative creators, while having the natural experience, have the ability to adhere to and rely on multiple images of themselves. Now, we're going beyond just the one possible alter ego. You have the ability to move in and, and within different variations of your best self. Well, and one of my favorite things about what you're describing is that it's going to be rooted in really your own brand of self because isn't success all relative to our own existence for someone with um, maybe some mental health issues, getting out of bed in the morning might be a huge success for someone else. Uh, you know, nailing that, that corporate presentation might be their huge success. So I like this idea that it's all relative to the things that we're trying to achieve and applying that alter ego in all these different areas where they're untouched, like you said, by that baggage of life. Yeah, sure. And, you know, you, maybe you've got um, a job interview today and Ziggy Stardust might not be the best candidate for that job. <laughs> so leave not. Ziggy at home. <laughs> no, the, the outcome and expression of life is always based upon your image of choice. Yeah. Have an image of choice for whatever the occasion is. One image is always who you are in this moment right now. Have that image of choice ready and, and on, on the ready to make the trip and take the stage. The other image is according to your inner genius and who you actually are when successful and who you dream of being at all times continually. Kinetically believing is how you access and unlock the original purpose identity. To become the extravagant, the heroic person in this moment, in real life, rather than sadly just continuing to dream about it. The human condition is one where hope deferred makes the heart sick. 
Or another way of saying that is self-denial leads to a depressed life. Heroes of belief unabashedly desire goals. They face down adversity and they imagine their potential as though it's now. It's come to pass in the present tense. The heroic believer, the kinetic believer, is a positive thinker and excitedly acts toward what they are attracting in order to advance the mind, body, and soul toward the perfected completion, advancing your life. Despite what anybody says they do it, despite any obstacles, it doesn't matter, or seemingly impossible challenges that may appear, it doesn't matter to the heroic believer. The heroic kinetic believer imagines in great detail the alter ego, And they will often give a personal name to their alter ego as well. How does this fit in with the kinetic belief manifestation journaling? Because I know most of our listeners are out there and they've been journaling. They've been implementing that. So how do we take what we're learning today about developing this alter ego and infuse it into that process that most of us are already participating in? Great question. The journal is is absolute necessity for maintaining that highest viewpoint for thought forms and knowing where you're going and where you've come from. You've got to do that. Now, what a lot of people will do, and and I've done this myself, is you will name your journal. Come up with an alter ego name for your journal so that you can call it back into memory very quickly rather than having to pull out this thick book, this journal you've been working on or carrying it with you into these situations. Give it a name. Some people name it after an animal. Other people will give it, uh, name it after some person or name of a thing because the name is going to be crucial to the extent that it reminds you that you're operating from a purposeful belief, from an alter ego and not some label that's perhaps been bestowed upon you by the idea of a one of your lives from a bully from the mm-hmm. school bus when you were a kid or yep. whatever everyday success requires that you dress up your alter ego into a heroic costume of success rest is equally important to the action I'm talking about you know taking time off um, so imagine how would your alter ego the successful heroic one, take a quiet walk. How would your alter ego, that successful one, read a book? Relax with your life partner, your husband, wife. Recognize your downtime as one of the uh, meditative replenishment times that's required for restrengthening the virtue of your purpose. Albert Einstein said that the gift of fantasy has meant more to me than my talent for absorbing positive knowledge. (laughs) I like that. The gift of Mm, fantasy. I love that. Isn't that good? Yes, and it is a gift, isn't it? That ability to lose yourself outside of the the present, the current existence is... Not only only is it restorative, but it just just feels fantastic because it's limitless. It takes off all of your restrictions... And like you were just saying, anything that anyone's ever put on you as a bully, it gets rid of it. It's a fantasy world. Got the uh, alter ego, like you said, to move into the fantasy world and carry, have that identity, the successful one to do whatever it is you're choosing to do. For example, if I'm going to write some poetry, well, I've got an alter ego for the, for the poet. Mm. And that, I can tell you, is not the one that's going into the gym to try and squat twice its weight. <laughs> It will not be a success. Edgar Allan Poe was not known for his quads. <laughs> right. No, I'm going to the gym with the rock. 
<laughs> well, that's interesting because, you know, just depending on, you're right, like what uh, environment you're in and what avenue you're walking, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to change. That alter ego is going to need to adapt to that. I know that I knew someone who, uh, she would always channel Lindsey Vaughn in the gym. You know, the was it you? <laughs> no, it wasn't actually. <laughs> it was I, I knew them very well. <laughs> very close. Right. But I always thought that was interesting because the reason that she did that is is specifically because Lindsay had so many. Um, she was kicked down and surgeries and injuries, but she was always coming back and always rebuilding and always rebuilding. That was um, like sort of the theme to her workouts were that rebuilding process. Vital to your success. And again, start this process by going back to the original you. Because, you know, Lindsey Vaughn is not you. Lindsey Vaughn is demonstrating a skill or a talent that you would like to emulate and imitate. And that's a great thing for inspiration. But this whole process for you to live your best life and experience the things you were put here in the natural to experience and be an example of to all is your unique genius. That's where it's going to be located. Your purpose for living, your purpose for life. And it's not to be an imitator. The genius of you is unique to you. Locate that. What makes you you? Who are you? And then you fashion the skills outward from that within by finding inspiration from the Lindsey Vaughns and, and the others in life. Is it possible to develop your alter ego in a way that, for example, um, it's somebody, it's not somebody that, it's not the rock, you know, it's not somebody that's known. It's, it's something totally fresh and totally new from your imagination. And instead of using a different one in every, in all these different areas, can you just develop this alter ego that is successful in all the areas that you want to be successful in just like one go-to concept of a of this idea this ideal person that one go-to go-to is your self-centric alter ego and that is your genius yes you establish that first and then you tangent into the skills and the 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 talents of all these others that you are inspired by but that original Ziggy Stardust is a one of a kind <laughs> and doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. And that is the, the engine that drives Megan. That's the engine that drives you to become the essence of your original self. Do you, do you think people use like, um, like physical cues to step into these things? I mean, I, I kind of wonder if they put on, is there like a hat they put on or like a, a piece of jewelry or it seems like that would be incredibly like a big part of this you know sort of signaling to yourself that you're becoming this alt you're stepping into that alter ego absolutely you see it all the time and you'll see the 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 wannabe start out musician that wants to be successful and they'll have the coach that says now you gotta wear a hat well, what does that mean? You're stepping into the hat, the hat of performance. If you're going to sell Western art, well, you better be wearing some turquoise. Yeah. If you are going to be a photographer, where's your vest? Where is the hat for the photographer? You know, if, if most people will find these, these uh, props, stage of life props that they're going to carry, they're going to put them on, and that becomes the trigger for becoming the alter ego. It's time to do this thing. Well, where is your sweat band if you're going to play tennis? <laughs> well, it's not hot outside. No, but that's your look. That's your key. That's the trigger to become the alter ego, Chris Everett or John McEnroe or who, yeah. whoever whoever's playing these days. It's been <laughs> these, a while since I've followed tennis. These young whippersnappers. Yeah. <laughs> John McEnroe. He's yeah. great, isn't he? <laughs> 
He gets so mad when he misses a shot. Probably not the best alter ego Maybe to not. have. <laughs> well, so how, how do we locate your alter ego? That's what we're talking about. The kinetic believer looks within and then asks, who am I? What makes me different? The wisdom of your genius is someone that you know everything about. And when you begin looking within for the answers to your questions, you're going to have an unction of peace, and there will be this serenity regarding what you see. You'll recognize you when you locate your centered alter ego. You have an emotional connection to your center, and it's full of love. Once you've embraced your alter ego, the center of your genius, and you fall completely in unconditional love with the essence of you, image clearly while noticing the details of how you move, the energy from which you walk and talk. Notice your core beliefs. Notice your convictions and and create those articles of faith, those things that you will not turn away from regarding who you really are. Recognize your thought processes. Because all of those things, those are the the nature of the expressions of you, your authentic ego self that you will need for mimicking your alter ego. Does your alter ego have strong stage presence? Does it have a loud voice? Do you see your alter ego with shoulders back, head held high and with an unstoppable confidence? Is your alter ego a lover of humanity? Does the super part of your human being believe in the impossible? Because as you practice journaling as a kinetic believer, the superhero of your alter ego is going to portray traits that you typically don't use yourself. Then purposefully activate your imagination in order to launch the alter ego when moving into action. As you practice putting action to your highest viewpoints, you're going to begin to notice when you have forgotten to turn on your alter ego for performance. You'll show up and the, for the occasion and you left your alter ego somewhere else. Uh-oh. <laughs> the first televised concert that I did as a pianist, I had rehearsed for this thing. I had an orchestra. We've been playing music that I had just received from the universe, through my imagination and attracting the desires of my heart. And I had all the music ready to go. And I had rehearsed for this televised concert over again and again in the, the stage of my mind. So I was ready. And so I showed up at the television studio and found out that this was going to be live. It wasn't taped. Okay, number one, I think I can handle that. And then they started moving cameras into position. There's one to my left hand, one right over my right hand. There was one flying around my head. There was one 15 feet away and 20 feet away. And then the lights came on and they were brighter than the sun. Well, I hadn't rehearsed any of this. And all of a sudden, my Ziggy Stardust was nowhere to be found. And there I am, Stephen Canyon, naked, Steve. on a piano bench. It was just Steve. It was just Steve. <laughs> Poor little old Steve. My feet wouldn't even touch the floor. Right. And I had Am a, I shrinking? And I had a, a big, I had an oven mitt on one hand and a baseball glove on the other. And it was time to play. It was not good. It so, was so. You're like, I think I might need an alter ego. <laughs> I needed Ziggy in a hurry. Yeah. No. Stop what you're doing 
go somewhere quiet. If you ever find out that you're in an occasion, you need your alter ego and you left it somewhere else, time out. Imagine to see and review the logbook of your journey. Go there quickly and as a kinetic believer, activate your alter ego for success. And you can step into it right away. Get out of you and get into you. As you practice putting action to your highest viewpoints, you're going to begin to notice when you have forgotten to turn on your alter ego for performance. Stop what you're doing, go somewhere, and do it immediately. And your inner conversation and the dialogue that you begin to embody with your kinetic beliefs will will begin to advance you by promoting that alter ego. And then when negative thoughts begin to challenge those pursuits, use the vernacular of your alter ego, to change the conversation in your head from negative to positive. Get rid of the stinking thinking. Move into your highest viewpoints. And it becomes actually not possible to do that unless you recognize the personality of your practiced alter ego. You'll you'll struggle to get there. So this is something that you're rehearsing. You're planning for, and you're carrying it with you, and you are prepared for it. When you're puffed up with confidence, centered in your genius, you'll be able to coach yourself with affirming pep talks and to do it in a way that only your alter ego can do it. Make certain that your alter ego is not based upon someone you know. Role models are powerful and productive. They can be life-changing, and they're great, like I said, for fashioning and working on the skills and working on those, uh, those practicing those skills that you've admired. However, the alter ego that we're talking about that will be right for you is going to be located from within your unique, different purpose for being on this planet. Locate that and be honest with yourself. Don't consider your purpose for life through the judgments of others. Let everybody else and the thought of their success inspire you, but fashion your alter ego from the person that's closest to you, and that personality is the genius of all you were ever meant to be. Stay the course and never turn back. Regardless of how things may appear or what others might be saying to you, I'm telling you it's not all going to be roses if you're looking for beds of roses. Stay the course. You look within to find your garden of, of color. Decide right now never to go back to the old you because you are an inspiration to this world as you were meant to be, not as you happen to be. Believe that you can do anything and you'll be able to attract anything you want to be. The confidence of your genius is going to change everything permanently to your benefit. Immerse yourself into yourself. Because I'm telling you that liberation comes from a choice by making the choice to love yourself. You cannot afford to put this off any longer. Look within to go without and to go out and to move out and become your desire. How long has it been since you walked through a grove of trees? How long has it been since you've done the things you've enjoyed doing as a child? Do this now. I'm telling you, as using your alter ego, the one you're fashioning and choosing to become, will enable you to believe and to be, to become anything that you desire to be. One of the most important things to do, and we, we follow up our conversations every day, Megan and I, with these affirmations of the highest viewpoint for living the life that we've chosen. 
And just say this out loud. Say it right now. This is something you can do at any time on your own. But just say this. Say, I am worthy to follow the dreams of my alter ego. I am worthy to follow those dreams of my alter ego. And manifest those same desires. And manifest those same desires. I unconditionally love myself. I unconditionally love myself. I believe in who I was meant to be. I believe in who I was meant to be. I'm attracting those that help me manifest my goals. I'm attracting those that help me manifest my goals. I am in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. I'm in the right place at the right time doing the right thing. I will succeed as success becomes me. I will succeed as success becomes me. I have the power to attract change to my circumstances. I have the power to attract change into my circumstances. I know where to locate what I want. I know where to locate what I want. And how to receive who I am. And how to receive who I am. I am healthy. I'm healthy. And filled with energy. And filled with energy. I am the right person for me. I am the right person for me. Wow. What an incredibly, um, what an interesting perspective on, on becoming the best version of self, that original version of self, who we were always meant to be. And one thing that I kept thinking about too, as you were teaching today is the power in a name, because in many, many religions and spiritual practices, people are given new names. They take on new names. It's a very powerful entity and we associate so deeply with the name that we give ourselves and that was even given to us. And so being able to even choose that for yourself, nobody else chose that for you. It's yours. It's something you developed and that you made and that you get to step into. I I really love the concept of that. It's very freeing. Well, there's something innate in all of us that understands that words are things. And we don't say things typically that would curse ourselves. We tend to want to go move toward and gravitate toward the words of blessing. Mm -hmm. There's strength, words, substance, all of that. We're creating by the things that we say. So names have a powerful result on not only who we are, but who we will become. Ask somebody who their their, uh, an image of their life animal is. And, and you probably won't get many people saying, well, I see myself as a worm or a lizard or <laughs> right. fill in the blank. You know, you get tigers and well, eagles. Any, well, and and anybody, anytime anyone talks about reincarnation, they're like, I was probably Joan of Arc. Okay? <laughs> right. Sure. Of course. <laughs> you know, I wasn't the peasant that made bread in the alley. Like, <laughs> I want to know that one, though, yeah. don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're probably the most fun, to be honest. But, but words of but things. You're right. Yeah. Names are things. Yes. Very absolutely. important. Wow. Choose your name wisely. Choose your ego, your alter ego wisely. Wow. Well, thank you for this powerful, fresh take on who we can actually be and who we can step into. That's it's very dynamic. If you want more access to more resources, visit us at kineticbelief.com. Shoot us an email, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. You can also message us or comment on uh, Steve's Instagram page. That's going to be at Stephen Canyon. Keep an eye out for this um, alter ego workbook that's going to be on the website soon. Very excited about that as well. Also, we're on the move or rolling. Check out the upcoming event locations at kineticbelieve.com. I want to see you at one of the Mastering the Universe workshops soon. Very, very soon. Very soon. We are adding dates and cities all the time. And if you don't see your city listed, shoot us an email. You never know. And a couple of things that we occasionally do, too, I want to just go ahead and throw it out there now, is that when we are in uh, some cities, we will decide to go ahead and do one of our podcasts as a brunch. And so keep an eye open for that. You can come out and be in the audience and be part of the podcast uh, experience. And then also, occasionally, we will play some of the music that has been inspired through uh, 
desire. Lots of fun events. I love those podcast brunches because it's very intimate. It's very relaxed. You've got, you know, just breakfast going and mimosas or whatever. It's just, it's very cool while we're doing the podcast. And the, those podcasts are a little different in that they're more of a Q&A base. So it's very interactive with the audience too. Lots of cool fun. And then also yeah. the music experience. You might not know this, but Megan is an amazing violinist. And you may get to hear her singing some jazz and <laughs> or doing some vocalizations with the music. And I'm on the piano. And again, we're playing all original music that uh, has been inspired through Desire and uh, orchestrated and Gosh, those are fun, too. Oh, they're so much fun. Love performing, love meeting new people, love getting to know everyone that's involved in the podcast and that's journaling along with us, all those kinetic believers. Um, Thanks, as usual, today, Steve. This was so powerful, um, so in-depth. I feel like there's a lot of actionable teaching in here today, so we can actually go out into the world, into our lives, and implement this um, into our just our everyday existence. Cool. Fun. Always fun. See you back tomorrow. Okay. I was I haven't had I was thinking and I thought, no, I don't want to say that. Oh, what were you gonna say? Oh, I was coming up with some weird name that's not true, so I'm not gonna say it. Oh, you're so it's funny. Like Ziggy well, I'll, I'll get it out of you. Over Everyone, and out. I'll tell you what Steve's alter ego is next Over time. Next time. <laughs> next time. Okay, Bye. thanks as usual for all the wisdom. Bye.